Jesus. <laughs> okay, it is uh, Friday, January 8th, 2021. Still getting used to that. Yeah. So, uh, David, how's it going? David, how's the Harvard podcast going? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, thanks for asking. It's, it's going well. I, I honestly think it's going well. Um, you know, the, over the break, I haven't been posting anything recently or editing. Um, you know, I think I, I don't think I could call it a break because I didn't really work on it for that long beforehand. So it's not mm-hmm. like, um, you know, anything serious or anything like that. But no, I've I really enjoyed it. Um, the the organization I'm doing this with, Humans of Harvard Pod, uh, Humans of Harvard College, is really chill with how my schedule is working, and really I've just been having a blast. I mean, whenever I want to, I can just hit someone up, um, talk to them. And and yeah, I'm still for me though. I am still like experimenting with the best like structure for this podcast. Like I'm still looking on how how to best like y- you know when you hear the word humans of Harvard or humans of blank, right? There's certainly a mm. vibe to it, right? And oh yeah, yeah. I'm still exploring how to capture that vibe. Like I don't want it to be too interviewee. I want it to be chill, but at the same time, like chill, not chill enough so that we're not talking about anything meaningful. We still want to talk about meaningful things and 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 gain meaningful insights but at the same time not making it so like rigid and 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 kind of interviewee right so I'm, I'm trying to find that balance between vibing and questioning that kind of deal but okay okay well then we'll do this like on a scale being as interview as possible i guess major driscoll and then as chill as possible i think like pearson and trevor anywhere in the middle like where would you be on that scale well i i don't know if pearson and trevor would exactly be on that opposite scale um i think i think on the very extreme side of chill would be like probably harley's podcast ah uh, yeah you're right you're right because i mean we did we did get to a lot of interesting topics with yeah pearson yeah we talked about art school we talked you're about right, you're right um, his music production history like like we got to some pretty cool stuff but i'd say um, major driscoll was a definition of like just an interview podcast. Yeah. I ask a question, he answers. We ask a second question. Exactly. Um, so like, so like, zero is zero is, um, Harley and ten is Driscoll. Yeah, I would say I want it to be at like a two point five, or or maybe even like a two point two five. Wait, ten is Harley? No, no, ten ten is Major Driscoll. And oh, okay, zero. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So you're thinking at two point? I like that. I think two point five is a is a beautiful place, right? On that on that scale, yeah. And here's the thing: like how I imagine people listening to this is not like, you know, because most of the time people are listening to a podcast like not as their major source of focus, mm-hmm. right? Either you're oh, driving a car or cleaning yeah. or whatever. So like obviously you don't want to be like jam packed with information, right? It's it's almost you're never almost gonna you you're it's unrealistic for you to like be able to listen with full attention. So why have full, like a hundred percent saturation of information? That's why I really like conversational podcasts because yeah, you have like these, these kind of moments of you just talking and then like every so often there would be these beautiful moments of insight and revelation. Uh, I like, like that. You know, I'm trying to find a good like metaphor for this, but it's like it's like we're, we're like whales, you know, when we're swimming and like at, at certain moments we breach the surface and it's like this beautiful, elegant crash through the waves and you crash back down and then you go under the surface again. I like that. Um, I, that is a good one. I don't think you need to do any more thinking. 
Yeah. So like, I mean, that's the idea. I I like that a lot. And I've noticed too, that like, I've tried to listen to those really scripted, like throw as much information. Like the last archive is a podcast that I listen to. And sometimes I just can't do it because it's so heavily edited and so much history and so many facts being thrown at you that I'm like, if I lose focus for one second, it matters. But I like the fact of a conversational podcast that you can lose focus and forget what you're listening to and just jump back in and you, you haven't, you haven't really missed anything, you know? Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, I can totally see like a podcast listener being like someone who like is riding along the ocean, you know, as a, as a, as someone who's like cruising the ocean, you don't want to be constantly seeing like whales breaching everywhere. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that'd be concerning. Yeah. So like, you, you know, you're, you're, you're enjoying the sky, you're enjoying the ocean, you're enjoying the water. And then occasionally, you know, you get yeah. this breach and then it's, it's beautiful. So, um, that's what I want to model this podcast afterwards. And I'm also trying to, uh, improve my speech as well. Cause sometimes I don't know if you noticed, but, um, when I speak, sometimes I have an idea and I get to it too quickly and it, it comes off where like, I'm doing this kind of right now, actually, where I have an idea of what to say, but I'm already, my mind is already there, but my mouth is maybe like two or three words behind. Mm. So I'll start speaking like, so I was thinking anyway. So I was like, so I would like skip. I you know, get what you're saying. Half a sentence, right? And that's I don't know exactly how that translates the listenability, but I'm assuming it's not ideal. So I'm also trying to slow myself down and and really yeah. have a. You need to have a good headspace, I think, when you podcast. Like if you're distracted while you're podcasting, never works out. I'm sure you've you've experienced this as well. That's why Bro, having a co-host is so nice. There's been moments where I can tell either I've been distracted or you've been distracted, and like if we didn't have each other there, yeah, it was just been we would have been fucked straight yeah. up. Like I don't understand how Joe Rogan can just sit there for he's done like five hour podcasts before without right. a single moment of being distracted. Well, I mean, he's been doing it for like eight plus years, so I, mean, I he's, know he's probably gotten like some sort of formula down. Yeah. But, no man it's like it's a skill and it's a skill i really want to master like it's it would be so cool to be able to have like a beautiful like to finish a podcast knowing that i started and finished basically one long story with with perfect periods perfect punctuation perfect grammar perfect storyline beginning middle and end right that's that's that that's that perfection feeling that like athletes and artists and creators strive for yeah. and never actually get. Like we've gotten close, I'm sure. Yeah, we've some... we definitely recorded some good shit, but I mean yeah. we never got to the point where we're like nearing perfection, obviously. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm okay, telling you, well, when you uh, when you head to college, man, you got to start like a podcast thing. Oh fuck yeah, that's not even, like, dude. Like, I'm starting a podcast club the moment I step on any campus. Fuck yeah! Like, here's the thing, I'm looking around at like a bunch of colleges, right? And like, no one has like a podcast presence. A lot of graduate schools have like these science-based questions, uh, science-based podcasts, or or so like a business school has a business podcast and they bring on yada yada yada. But no undergraduate podcast presence is anywhere in any school like it's so baffling to me that that this has not occurred yet you know and yeah i mean i'm 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 almost like i need to be the i want to get to college as fast as possible just so i can do that like i i that's i would like to be the first podcasting club on like a campus that'd be awesome 
Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And, and not just because I, I get what you're saying. Like they have like science podcast or something. But like I want a podcast podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like isn't that what the Harvard podcast really is? It's just a podcast podcast. Yeah. I mean, I mean kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like what, what would you call it? I call it a podcast. I don't call it a science podcast. Um, Or it's, it's not a scripted yeah, podcast. Yeah, or a like conver- an, like it's, I mean, I guess it's a conversational, but it's like a diary. You know, yeah. In many ways. Well, I mean, what's this? Yeah, I guess this is a diary too, right? This, oh, no, actually, yeah. I, uh, let me rephrase. This is much more of a diary. That, yeah, I would just say it's like an insightful conversation that just happens to be recorded. Mm. I know? see. Oh, well, I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that's going well for you, David. Yeah. Oh wait, I would like to add one more thing about because I, I love talking about this and and maybe brainstorming like how to navigate it you know what's hard i'm sure you know oh obviously you know this because you've been podcasting along my side for so long Uh, um starting a podcast like the first i would say three minutes okay it's probably the probably the hardest three minutes of the podcast because like agreed agreed yeah breaking the ice obviously right yeah breaking the ice you can obviously start very well like just hop into it or it's kind of like you know it's kind of like that those baby birds that that kind of are like on the forest floor and they're, they're, they're peeking around and, and they're trying to fly. They're spreading their wings, but it's kind of petering, pattering. And and then and then they're able to take off. Um, yeah. I mean, and you got it. You just take what you can get, right? Like you can never blame right. a guest for a bad podcast. That's obviously rule number one. So like those yeah. first three minutes, me and you together, we never really had that many issues with the first three minutes, did we? No, not really. And I can't remember what we did. Like, do we have like a procedure or did well, we just... what helped a lot was the sponsor message before, because we always got like jokey with it and it kind of was like a warm up. It was a warm up. And, oh. and also the, you had a topic no matter what. We didn't have to think of anything because we were talking about pizza or real estate or chocolate apples and anyone can just talk about that shit. But once we get into the real stuff, Without having that little sponsor message before, I feel like it would have been a little more difficult because it breaks a little bit of ice beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, I know for sure. Man, I mean like... But, but what about for guests? Do you remember what we did for guests though? When we, when we brought on guests? We didn't have like a topic, did we? Okay, well, let's think. Let's like let's go back to like a podcast. One that wasn't like considered our best or one that we're not that proud of. Like, I guess... Uh, let me think. As Susie and uh, oh, what's his name? Susie. Oh, and Eric. And Eric. Susie and Eric. I would say that's a that's a, that was a good podcast, but it's not one know. that I'm always like thinking was of. Susie, was Susie on the? Oh yeah. You, oh yeah. She was. Yeah. She Damn. was. Damn. So yeah. Yeah. I that was one where like, I mean, that was one that was a quick kind of on a whim one. Not not that quick, but we only we planned that one like the day before, and we didn't have any topics ready for that. And all we really knew is that they were in leadership. Right. <laughs> we and and I, I look back on that podcast i'm like i mean all we did was pretty much asking about leadership and then we just went from there yeah and that's the thing that's i mean that's that's just our podcast identity we picked a topic and then through that topic we talked about that topic through a person that was a really ugly sentence but um <laughs> but i think i think a cooler i think what i'm trying to do here with this podcast is like f- using using like the the connection between two people to coax out topics that we may not be aware of mm. right so really yeah 
really yeah nurture a conversation through the person instead of topics or even more impressive imagine like we brought on uh major driscoll but started with something that he had no idea we were going to talk about and somehow end on the military like imagine that trying to uh, start with just a random topic and get to what you really wanted to in the middle of the podcast without forcing it. Right. Yeah. That would like, be that would be extremely impressive. I don't even know if I'm capable of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like imagine I, I'm like I want to talk to David about the Harvard podcast, but then I start with like, "What's your thoughts on um, this political idea?" And then we, and I just have to like get you to the Harvard podcast somehow. That'd be a good, that'd be a good little challenge. Yeah. It's certainly a cool exercise, but yeah, it, it, you can't guarantee it would always work, but exactly. I get what you're saying though. I like, I like this shit, David. I'm glad you started a podcast. And I remember literally on like our first episode, you were stressing about it. Not our first, but maybe uh, definitely like uh, maybe it's definitely one through three uh of the how's it going and i remember you mentioned that you were really stressed because you didn't expect as many people to be involved and you were like oh. and i remember i just told you like just let it be you know remember yeah. that yeah i think and we talked about how like yeah it's worked perfectly like i'm not concerned anymore with like oh do i have to gather a certain number of viewership like it'll it'll grow if the quality is good and that's on me if the quality is up to par then people will find out and people will come um and if they don't then that's on me because the the quality isn't there so mm. it's a good indicator yeah. for me to step up but um you know what you know what now that i now that you mentioned this i'm gonna fucking after this podcast right now i'm gonna i'm gonna edit one of them right now i'm gonna do Fuck it right yeah now. that's what it's all about just getting this yeah. podcast does get us motivated to do things in life yeah i i also need to get into like a mood because here dude okay I, I should talk to you about this one of my Go really ahead. bad habits with like these podcast editing things because it takes so for the humans of harvard one it takes about two three hours to edit because i'm adding a lot of more i'm adding narration i'm adding a lot more transitions um you know just more stuff so like oh shit man there's two hours right here but i think but like it was crazy like i'll put it off for like a like four or five days just thinking about it and it, like it's weighing on my conscience and then i just like decide to do it like at the last minute i'll be like you just, you just gotta do it man and i just sit down do it and the two hours goes by so quickly and it feels so great to finish and then i'm like yo dude um wait is moshi here never mind i thought my cat was here but um <laughs> but like yeah so i just got to learn to like yo if i have the time right now let me just get on it you know let me just knock it out now because it's just gonna weigh on me more and just, yeah just feel bad it's so. i always do that as well i mean it's like a different it's just procrastinating i guess and it's like everyone's bad habit i feel like you're definitely not the only <laughs> one but i mean yeah dude that's like what a tree you know just plant a fucking tree yes, and, that's and one knock that shit oh, out. Shoot. yeah there we go yeah we yeah. should you know what for all of our how about this for all of our group trees whenever we plant a group tree we yeah. should text to each other what we're planning on doing while we plant this tree. I like that. At least, I and like then, that. and then, like after after we see, oh, our tree has grown. Okay, we'll just say like, yo, what'd you do? Yeah, um, and I'll be like, yeah. oh, I read the war on normal people, and you're like, oh, I did this. Yeah, I, and if I, we I didn't did we'll, podcast, right? If we didn't, we'll be truthful. You know, we'll be like, shit, man, I I I didn't wasn't able to get this done. We'll just 
you know, it's a good way to at least keep track of like, okay, did I, was this plant, was this tree like useful? Like, did yeah. this tree, oh shoot. You know, what's also cool huh. on the forest app, on the forest app, after you finish planting a tree, you can actually write down a note. I saw that. I saw yeah. that. I, I thought that was a beautiful idea. Yeah. So we can do that. Let's do that. All of our group trees, we have to add a note to what we did. For sure. It's kind of cool. So we have like an idea like, hey man, that tree means something. You know? I know. Yeah. That makes them a little more special. Um, oh, I gotta, I guess I gotta mention that I, I'm like, I got a new job, you know, and I'm like working. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that, bro. Starbucks barista. Yeah. I'm a Starbucks barista now and I've had three days of work now, three days of work. And it's actually a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. Well, one, everyone's my age because most of the jobs <laughs> I've had before, I've just been working with some really old people right, and there's right. nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, they had yeah. a lot of shit to talk about, but you, there is something about being surrounded, surrounded with people your age. And it just feels great for some reason. Mm. It just feels great. And, and then I get to meet all these college students. Um, I just love meeting people. That's just how I am. Uh, so I, I've met like literally 50. I haven't met this many people in a long time because of COVID. So that was just so refreshing. Did you know of any of them beforehand? A little bit. Uh, like I knew of Sam. I knew of uh, Jesse and a few other people because my parents are regulars and I often pick up their coffee. Oh, uh, but I mean, most of the people there I had never seen in my entire life. And I, it was nice just talking to them. Uh, and then the actual work itself, like brewing coffee is so satisfying. <laughs> it is. It, I mean, people do it just for fun, to be honest, at home. Like they do love, they just love the process and like doing a pour over, grabbing that little, like grabbing a little uh, filter, grinding up your grounds and then swirling the water on top and watching it drip through. It's satisfying. And it, it it does fuel me because, it, I, for example, Rayleigh's was not a job that fueled me. It, mm. it sucked everything out of me because it just wasn't enough and it was just extremely boring. So I found myself like yawning and like wanting to nap at work. But Starbucks, it fuels me. Like I, as I do the work, I become more energetic and more energetic. And like by the time I finish, I'm like ready to go on a bike ride or something, which is kind of opposite of Rayleigh's because I would just want to sleep after work. But I'm actually more motivated when I get off, which is a good sign. I think this is going to be a good job long term. Yeah. And and like, how's the interaction like in terms of like customers? Like, do you get to interact with customers a lot? Yeah. So I haven't got on, I haven't gone on register quite yet. But oh. from what I, I mean, I still like hand out drinks and say like, yo, how's it going? And it's just nice conversation too. Uh, the promenade definitely has a vibe because it's the only Starbucks in town that doesn't have a drive through. Ah, yeah. So people are there to really stand in, wait for their coffee, sit down, study. Like they're there for to stay. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they're there, right. they're there to have conversation because the drive-through is such a you're in and out, right? And you're trying to avoid as much human contact as possible. But the promenade, the people who go there, they wait the extra time and they get out of their car so they can talk to you. And that's why it has a better vibe. Mm. Uh, so I think I picked the right store. And then talk. Let's talk about a great. Just uh, the architecture inside is beautiful. The furniture choices know, are yeah. beautiful. And the <laughs> music, bro, they had Claire de Lune playing. Oh, just, my I'm, God. I'm just making coffee, chilling with all these people my age. And have I have all these customers just talking. Everyone has shit to do. And Claire de Lune is playing in the background. And the lighting's perfect. Like, I have the smell of tea and coffee. It. It's nice. I, I, I've, I'm like actually excited about a job for once in my life because I've always just dreaded work. Like, right. I've never, 
been excited to go to work pretty much my whole life. But I mean, this is good. So thankful for that. And also, I mean, I've been pretty depressed most of quarantine and that's when I've had most of my jobs. And Mm -hmm. I think now I'm, I'm, I'm really like making progress. So, you know, I'm like at my best self and I finally found a job that's for me. So this is working out. Yeah, man. Dude, I'm so fucking glad for you. Like, I I feel like now I should I feel like we should have like um been aware of this. Like you have a bunch of vibes that just point to like working at a coffee shop, I feel like. I think so too. I think so too. I've always and my, my parents have always said that too. Like you should definitely become a barista. Is what do I feel like barista is the the woman version of that word? Is there No, I think I mean I don't think it's a baristo, that's for sure. Yeah, they definitely didn't sound right. I don't know, probably just barista. But uh, yeah, I, they've always said that I would make a good barista. And everyone's always said that to me. So this mm. shit is nice. And it, it, it does fit my personality. Yeah. And like you can transfer it. So like this job. Oh, is- yeah. Yep. And I mean, they're already asking me like Paulie, my manager's like, yo, you want to come work at the drive through for a day? And like you can just once you work at Starbucks, you can straight up pick up a shift anywhere like in, at any store oh really? literally yeah like i can go work at the one on olive with mary and wendy mm. literally when mary dogs and wendy i could do that just whenever i want like if i just hit up the manager there and say yo if anyone needs to needs to be covered like i got them and then i could just slide over there for a day that is not wow i know right i about a gig jesus and then let me talk about something that was honestly good to know so i went over my benefits with my manager on a little like uh coffee encyclopedia sit down like you go through this little book and they train you a little bit and when we went over benefits i was like you have starbucks even though they're a scumbag corporation and i can never truly love them because their market (laughs) caps like 500 billion but they actually have gone out of their way to do a good job with their workers like one they offered tons of paid paid leave for their workers during COVID. Mm-hmm. Two, they now offer a free headspace and uh, online therapy. Yeah. Like just, and, and the, the online therapy is ridiculously expensive and they're offering it for free for all Starbucks workers. Right. I also heard that like from Wendy that you can, you have 20 free like therapy sessions like in your local area. Yeah. Yeah. Just straight up actual therapy itself. Uh, which, which honestly, it, it, from an economics standpoint too, Having workers with better better mental health will definitely pay itself off. Right. Like you're going to see an increase in productivity when your workers aren't depressed. Um, exactly. Yeah, and they're going to show up to work more often. You're going to be able to schedule them more efficiently. And also, I got Spotify for free. So right. I know, yeah, free Spotify, and I get a drink and a food item every single day, even if I'm not working. Yeah, that's and a and a pound of coffee grounds every week. <laughs> Like no, that it's an endless list of benefits and fifteen dollars an hour, which is three bucks higher than the California minimum wage. Mm-hmm. So, fuck, I'm definitely grateful for this job. Yeah, man. I mean, like, do you, wait? Do you drink coffee a lot? I hate coffee. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like you'd use you'd use um, Starbucks for maybe tea more, right? Do you like? Yeah. Tea? Uh, okay, so the Starbucks tea is okay. And it's really a lot of it's really sweet. I I don't know. I just brew my tea mm. at home personally, and their chai is terrible. Yeah, they have terrible chai. Like their iced chai, they, they just have this really shitty powder that tastes terrible. And like you can never have good chai if it's powdered. 
Like you have to cook the cloves and the black pepper and the cinnamon and the black tea all on a stove. if You want that good chai. So don't yeah. be fooled by Starbucks. <laughs> no, it's good though. And I'm, I'm just happy about that for sure. Um, and also we'd be really tone deaf if we didn't talk about the Capitol building raid. Yeah, no, well, I mean, I think again, bearing with the mind that this podcast is also for us as like a, as kind of like a time capsule slash, slash memory bank slash audio diary slash whatever yeah um i think yeah we should we should like if anything like important goes on you know i think we have a duty to mention it oh uh, hell yeah for the sake of history so um here i'll I'll, we'll we'll take turns going over like important things that happen um you want to start with the capitol building (laughs) (laughs) yeah i yeah, and I definitely want to know like your thoughts on it, and most importantly, like what this means for a broader sense of America. But I mean, just to just to talk about it briefly, what happened? They were about a, they were they were counting the, the uh, electoral votes at uh, at the cap on Capitol Hill, and uh, every senator was present. And uh, basically, what happens is Trump throws a rally in D.C. on the same day that they're affirming him. Terrible move to start with. Tells all the supporters, hey. I'm going to meet you down at the Capitol building, everyone. Let's go yeah. down to the Capitol building and I'll meet you there, is what he said. Yeah. Uh, and right after uh, Klobuchar uh, affirms the Arizona votes and the person says, no, like we're going to debate this and everyone gets up and leaves. Shit goes fucking crazy. Like <laughs> when, it, when, it, when I first saw all the people like rioting, I'm like, oh, okay, they're just going to like yell. But they literally somehow had riot shields and were breaking down windows. And I heard some of the cops were like just friendly with these people. And like some of them were even like just not even guarding the doors and people were walking right in. People were just getting trampled. And what the death count is up to like four or maybe probably five. Uh, Five. 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 uh, A police officer was recently. Yes. uh, Succumbed to his injuries. Yeah. So, so this is, this was, these were deadly. This was, this was a deadly riot. And, um, just fucking terrible. Like, jeez, man. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, yeah, a couple of disturbing things you mentioned, right? It's the fact that the police officers just allowed them in. Like, there was a picture of them, like, walking through the Capitol building. And, like, there were police gar- police officers on either side of the hallway. And they, they were just, like, walking through with their phones and all that. Yeah. Um, and also, I think even more disturbing is the fact that after all of this right some senator is still willing to like challenge the election like like that well okay here's the thing i think this all reflects a very just i don't even know how to solve this but the problem is the problem is that there's a huge population of people here that frankly are are unwilling to like to engage with with common sense i i know you're trying you're trying not to like throw an entire portion of america under the bus right but the 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 problem is numbers have power and i think that's what the senators are and and house of representatives are are in a dilemma for because they can either go for the right thing which is you know accept the election or they can you know not risk not risk losing their re-election bid and go into this plot of hey, there's election fraud and all that because the supporters want it, and if they because mm-hmm. yo this was so crazy. Lindsey Graham, I think it was this morning. Wait, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, 
<coughs> Lindsey Graham this morning Bless you. was in an airport, right? And he yesterday he made a speech like, yo, I'm done. Like, Oh, I, I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Go ahead. Continue. In the airport to this morning, like a bunch of Trump supporters were like, traitor, traitor. This will follow you. I will, like, we will follow you for the rest of your life. You, you are like the scum of the earth, son of a bitch, all that. <coughs> Like that, that is what the senators are scared of, right? Mob justice, mob justice. Like Trump oh, was able dear to, God. to, 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 uh, to rally together this group of people that frankly, just, you, you know, out of, out of either ignorance or, or perhaps. If you think writing, okay, I'm just going to say it for you, but if you think writing the, uh, breaking into the Capitol Hill and, and people ended up dying like you're a fucking idiot well i mean it's illegal you're a criminal it's illegal and if you think that's it's even a little bit justifiable you're a fucking idiot like and everyone who is radically supporting trump it's not even the right word if if you were so if you believe everything trump says you're a fucking idiot is basically uh what david's trying to say (laughs) (laughs) um and also like you know, it's also this whataboutism that's going on because obviously this is quote unquote reminiscent to last year's summer protests with Black Lives Matter and all that. Um, but I think there's a very stark difference between protesting for life and death matters and in in unjust killings <laughs> versus protesting for a losing side. Right? You lost yep. a bit. Right. And and again, I what's What's so crazy to me is that there has been zero, like, I would, I would be willing to hear the other side out if they could provide evidence. Like, I've looked, I've tried. So why? So why? Like nothing. Like literally, not not even affidavits. Like the affidavits yeah. don't make sense. Yeah. Like they literally have like a three hundred and sixty p video of a guy like throwing a bag of paper into a trash can. Right. Like, <laughs> and like that's that's their grounds for this entire uh, riot. Yeah, like like zero zero evidence, zero zero witnesses, nothing, and yet still somehow this is like a fifty fifty line as to whether you believe it or not. Like, but you know, I, I you know it's not about the uh, you know it's not about the election. Like what, what is it about? I, these guys have just wanted to do this for a really long time. Like I I don't think these people were that were there to honestly ride the election, but like. Think about it. Like they're waving Confederate flags. Like they're just rioting modern day America at this point. Like, and they're just this election thing is just something they decided to be upset about now. <laughs> like, it's they're they're constantly upset, and I guess this is like the final thing that pushed them over. But like, what are they upset about? I mean, okay, I think that's why I I think we need to sympathize because ultimately, I think this is they have a right to be upset not about the election, but perhaps about the economy and their community getting you know and oh, i'm yeah. sure as, you, as you're reading the war normal people oh yeah middle america's fucks this, this starts to make sense right there's, there's obviously a distrust in government going on i have distrust in government i'm sure you do as well and for many people living in you know just like you said the middle america you know stuff to, stuff has not been turning towards them in a good way for the past like 20 years so the thing was, the problem was, this is also the fault of the government. Like, you have so much pent up anger and so many people, and frankly, not many people were are very educated or, or 
you know, yeah, I think this also comes down to education. Um, but you have this group of people that are 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 trying to find a reason why everything's going so shitty. And the the government could have could have stepped in and said, We're sorry, this was us, let's fix it. UBI. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. instead, instead, they just let it fester. They let this they let this anger fester deep. Um, it starts off in like the deep web, right? Conspiracy theories and and like these 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 anger channels. And then finally, someone rose above the ashes, so to speak, and was able to like be a be an avatar for this anger. And I think that was Donald yeah. Trump. And they just lost their avatar, and that's why they're pissed off. Right, right. And so all this anger coming from like oh, rioting the Capitol, it's there and is real, and we should acknowledge it. But then we also have to realize, like, yo, these people are are not right. Like, you can't do this. And no, no, yeah. And, so and here's their the fault. Thing. It's their fault, but not their fault. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, and I know Andrew Yang's always said, and and some other politicians is like, don't blame. Like Donald Trump is just a symptom. That's what they say, right? I, I think Andrew Yang said that. And like, the real disease is the issue and the uh, the incompetence of the government to acknowledge middle America. Like that's the real issue. But this is the first time I've seen in Trump's presidency where I can confidently say that he is now a part of the actual, like he's no longer a symptom. He's literally the virus at this point. Like he's now, he understands that like these people are mad and now he's like just directing their anger to cause as much chaos as he possibly wants. Like it's seriously like now I think he's confidently like not just representing them, but he's now like has his own agenda and he's causing his own issues. Mm. Like he's a, he's a fucking dangerous person, dude. You can't order people to do this. And then <laughs> like, I love that video he posted. Do you, you remember you saw the first one, right? Where he said Which like one? the first video he posted while they were writing where he was like, go home. Like, yeah. I know why you're angry. And then he had to post a video where it looked like someone had a gun pointed to him behind the camera and he was just like being forced to read off a teleprompter. Yeah. Um, it's just not good. None of this shit is good. And I'm just, I'm so glad that Joe Biden's just going to replace this asshole. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know what's going to happen after January 20th. Like, yeah, at this point, either. I really don't know what's going to go happen. Thank, and also, we should, wait, did we mention this previous one? Um, Democrats won the Senate. Democrats won the Senate. Yeah, we just thought they won. We weren't entirely sure. But yeah, they won, dude. So I guess Joe Biden has the gold card. Yeah, so so he has two years at a minimum. Two years to do something. And I swear to God, if this is wasted, man, I it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough, dude. I hope I hope Joe does something with with the time he has. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing we can do, you know, is to really hope. Um, yeah. But in any case, I think I think this is a good this is a good uh, good catch up on news. Um, and yeah, man, like I'm so glad for your for your barista job. Honestly, like you know, it took a couple tries. We right? had to go Rayleigh's, John the Go, and I think you landed on a really good gig. Like this is this is nice. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Like you said, I think this was off off script, uh, um, off recording. But like, I think you mentioned it was like, yo, this, this you can this can carry you through college, you know, 
Oh yeah, this or, is, or this is the job. you can you can carry this with you to college. I I can't guarantee this will help you pay for all of college, but um, no, 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 no. But I can work this job definitely yeah. for a long time. Yeah, it's nice. So, yeah, man, We're on the uptrend, bro. I'm telling you. So things are good. Yeah, we we definitely had a rough fucking last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, t- my t- today my my screen time wasn't the best either. Um, so so yeah, right after this, let's 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 grow a tree, bro. And let me um, I'm gonna I'm record, I'm, I'm gonna edit a fucking podcast, and I'm gonna read. Yeah, well, let's fucking go. All right, all right. Uh, this is how David and Cal felt on Friday. Uh, what is it? Oh yeah, Friday, January eighth, twenty twenty one.